welcome to the Evoke Ag podcast, the show where we take a look at the ag tech and food innovations changing the future of farming. Hello and welcome to the Evoke Ag podcast. I'm your host, Steve Honor. This week, we bring you an episode featuring a dynamic agri-tech company who's been part of the Evoke Ag story since the beginning and has made the most of the opportunities and connections they've made through the Evoke Ag community. Zetify is a Wagga Wagga-based company that provides farmers with greater connectivity through their long-range Wi-Fi coverage extension products. And in late 2022, Zetify closed its $12 million Series A funding Dan Winson is the founder and CEO of Zetify and says their products address a major barrier to the digitization of agriculture and are recognized as a foundational technology that will unlock significant value from on-farm digital technologies in the years ahead. Zetify is AgriFuture's Evoke Ag startup program alumni and cites opportunities and networks gained through the program as vital in helping secure their funding success as well as the exposure to partners and customers. Zetify will return to Evoke Ag on the 21st and 22nd of February, exhibiting in Startup Alley. Our contributor, Emily Malone, recently visited Dan at Zetify's Wagga headquarters and went into the paddock to see its products firsthand. We hope you enjoy this conversation. So we're here at uh, Zetify, which is one of the success stories in terms of Australian ag tech startups, and with CEO and founder Dan Winson. Hey, Dan. G'day, Emily. Paint us a little bit of a picture about how this all began about five years ago and where the idea came from. The idea of solving connectivity problems for farmers didn't actually come from Zetify or, or myself as a network engineer. It was really inspired by seeing what farmers were doing for themselves. A few farmers that I'd met and um, some stories that I'd read online uh, about farmers in Queensland, actually, a, a bloke named Andrew Seville had built his own 53-metre tower, and that sort of inspired me to to look at, yeah, is there a more scalable way of solving this massive problem? And, and yeah, the rest is history. And when you talk about a massive problem, it really is. It's something like two-thirds of Australian farmers don't have what they'd consider to be adequate connectivity. What sort of interest has there been in this concept that you've seen? So you're absolutely right. In Australia and in uh, in farms around the world, really, there's this huge problem in not being able to have the connectivity you need in field. So there's solutions to get your house connected, but farmers need the connectivity in their real office, which is the tractor. They're out there working and they, they need that connectivity so they can have their phone work, so they can have tablets, so they can make, you, make use of ag tech. And we've had a lot of interest from the very start. Like I went to the Henty Field Days with a non-working prototype just to explore was there an opportunity here? And farmers made it very, very clear that they were willing to put their hands in their pockets for, to, to help us get started even. Just even though they knew it was a prototype, they'd test it, they'd be happy to run with it. And but yeah, ongoing support from farmers across Australia. So in simple terms, what does Zetify actually do in terms of solving this challenge that you identify? So Zetify takes whatever connectivity is available on a farm, whether that be Telstra or Optus or satellite connectivity, and then we extend that using long-range Wi-Fi um, so that farmers can have connectivity around the sheds or in the yards, but also so they can have connectivity out in their machinery and their vehicles. So yeah, it's a long-range Wi-Fi mesh technology. Now, Wi-Fi is a concept that many of us are familiar with. It's something we have in our homes. It's something you see in public places. But why is it such a difficult problem 
to solve for people in a rural and remote environment? Uh, it's really just the tyranny of distance. Like farms, uh, in particular in Australia, are quite large. And um, yeah, getting a signal to propagate over a, a property where you need it is, is a challenge. Um, and doing it in a cost-effective way is a challenge. So there are solutions out there already for mining, uh, but they cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. Farmers need this connectivity, but they can't afford the, the budgets that a mining company can. So we've approached this from the ground up to build a solution that's yeah, fit for purpose for farms and allows us to really leverage the technology that's already there. So we don't overbuild Telstra. We don't overbuild Optus. We make use of what's there. We make use of the infrastructure that's there. So a lot of the time we're putting a cell up on top of a farmer's shed and we can use that height and that infrastructure to really send a signal out further. And of course, making use of the fact that they've got these machines um, that they spend most of their time in. By partnering and working with those machinery companies, we can actually build systems that integrate and provide that connectivity wherever the farmer needs it. So in simple terms, what are the really smart things that you've been able to do to harness that for farmers? There's really three things we've had to approach differently to our competitors. So you can build a farm-wide Wi-Fi network using Ubiquiti or Cisco or other enterprise-grade Wi-Fi systems, but they're really sort of designed for the city. Uh, in designing a system for the bush, we've had to approach it firstly from making sure that it's tough enough. It's very dusty and very hot, and you know, if you're operating in Canada as, as we are now, very cold, um, and, and making our, our systems ruggedized has been the first thing we've had to sort of solve for. The second is, again, this distance problem. There are just due to the distances involved, there's no, there's no um, network engineers in these rural areas. So we've had to build the technology to be smart enough to, to sort of configure itself or at worst make it remotely accessible so that we can manage it for the farmer. And the last one is where we've had to really innovate to solve, solve the, the challenge of making a, a system go far enough. So we've worked with University of Technology Sydney to create new RF technology that extends the range of these networks by making it location aware. And this is yeah, this is something that's never been done before. We've been given US patents on our technology and really makes it sort of fit for purpose for a farm. And I suppose looking at your journey, it's one thing having an idea, it's a completely different thing being able to develop the products that support that idea and then to take it to market. What do you think have been the key things that have helped you along that way? Uh, that's a very easy one to answer. It's the team. Like, as you'll see, as we um, have a look around the office here, like I was able to validate there was a market and I knew enough about uh, engineering to build the first prototypes to sort of demonstrate conceptually that this could be solved. But in hiring people that are experts in mechanical engineering, electronics engineering, software engineering, it's, it's that team that's really been able to take the original idea and the, the, the concept and, and execute on it in a way that we can do this at scale globally. So it's been quite a a big five years from you, from this concept and idea and tinkering away in the back of a computer shop to now being a business that employs more than 20 people and ready to go to market in a mass market launch with these products. How um, have you seen that journey evolve for you as the founder here? It's it's been a yeah big growth journey I guess you'd say um, yeah initially it was it was a lot of fun just tinkering and and then um, we had to get down to business and figure out how how do we make this sustainable how do we grow it and initially we, this was just going to be a business and then it, it, I realised that now hang on this isn't a business it's a startup there's something bigger uh, available here and there's something that the world needs 
And that gave us the opportunity to tap into government resources and into investors. And, um, and that's allowed us to build the team and continue to build the team to, to take this to market at the global level. And some exciting news. You've just uh, had a Series A $12 million capital raise. What sort of a difference is that going to make to your business here? So our Series A capital raise is going to allow us to grow the team uh, initially. Uh, we're, right now we are hiring for more engineers and, and more technical staff and soon we'll be hiring for customer success and sales teams to, to help us get this product out there in high volume. Um, it's also going to allow us to transition to mass manufacturing. So everything that we've done to date, the hundreds of devices that we've deployed in pilots and projects have been built right here in Wagga. But to scale that up to the next level, we need to partner with some mass manufacturing companies. We're keeping all of that in Australia, but we, we do need to work with uh, experts in that space so that we can scale it up in high volumes quickly. So what sort of a difference will that make to what you can achieve? I think that the yeah the money and the transition to mass manufacturing just gives Zetify the opportunity to lead this space globally. Like the timing is perfect for us to to be launching because ag tech is becoming far more mainstream. The um, the manufacturing companies of the tractors and the headers and the other ag equipment uh, are going to full autonomy. Um, there there will be driverless tractors out there within a, a, a few years, and I know that we've been saying that, and others have been saying it for a long time, but we are starting to see it actually eventuate, and uh, a lot of that's underpinned. By connectivity, so it's a it's a great time for us to be able to scale up. And of course, you're talking about a global launch here. Do farmers in other parts of the world experience the same problems that we see here in Australia? Yeah, to to a lesser extent in some places, but overall, yes. Um, in Canada, it's roughly the same. In the US, it's not as bad, but there are far more farms, and um, that need for connectivity wherever you go into a location with low population densities, there's just no reason for the mobile network operators to deploy 4G or 5G, meaning that there is a need for someone, Zetify hopefully, to fill those gaps in. And so here we are, you're at, at this stage where you're poised for a, a mass market launch and you're recruiting people to join your team. How important is it for you to be doing this based in a regional area in the city of Wagga Wagga in southern New South Wales? I think it's been yeah, instrumental to our success to be located in a regional area with close proximity to farms and, um, and being able to build a workforce that actually understands what our customers are dealing with. Like our, our people, even if they're not from farms themselves, spend a lot of time in, in areas where there is no cellular coverage and that gives them yeah, genuine empathy and an understanding of what those customers need. And I suppose you've got a pretty quick test bed as well for things that you're trying. We certainly do. We've had a lot of support from Charles Sturt University and we make excellent use of their global digital farm. Uh, it's a large property located within a 10 minute drive of our office here in Wagga and it means we can be out there testing our technology and, and, and making sure that it is fit for purpose for a real farm. So um, you've been involved as part of the growth and development of your business with the Evoke Ag Startup Program. What sorts of experiences is that involved and what values it been? So both across the 2019 and 2020 of OCAG conferences, Zetify had the opportunity to meet key stakeholders and key decision makers from key stakeholders uh, across a range of businesses. In the first year, we met the team from Telstra. We met the team from Case IH. The second year, we uh, got conversations going with Birchip Cropping Group that directly led to pilots and, and programs where we've actually got to demonstrate our technology at scale. So yeah, everything from meeting farmers to, to meeting investors to, to meeting industry uh, partners, uh, Evocag has been a, a great, great uh, part of our success. So aside from the networking, which has clearly been of benefit, what about 
in terms of your ability to build skills and connections? Definitely. Um, the opportunity to pitch on stage at Evoke Ag uh, allowed us to increase the exposure for our business and in preparing for that and the coaching that comes with it certainly helped us in, in having to pitch for money later on. And then the, uh, yeah, the investor dinner, again, run by Evoke Ag, put us in front of a room full of the right people to help us scale the business. And what was that experience like at that investor dinner? It was amazing. It was a great event, uh, really well run and um, yeah, just very professional and, and hand-selected investors that are interested and committed to seeing Australia become a leader in ag tech. So what would your message be for other startups or even channel partners in terms of this Evocag startup program? I think, yeah, in both cases that it should be, uh, yeah, something that they put, get themselves behind 100%. It's uh, it, because it is so well resourced and so well managed by the team at AgriFutures, it's, um, it, it's, it's critical for a startup to get out there and, and meet these people. And this is the best and most efficient way to get out there and do it. Like we're all busy and not all conferences do deliver the value that you need. But this is an example of one that you can go to knowing that you're going to get something real out of it. Speaking of that, what's next for you? You've just launched your Series A $12 million capital raise, but we've got a Vocag coming up shortly. How are you involved in that and what are you hoping to get out of it? Yeah, so with the close of our capital raise, Zetify is well positioned to scale our products. Um, we're going to use the Evoke Ag Conference again to, to make the most of our, our chances to do that. We'll uh, be networking, we'll be talking to potential channel partners and, and doing a lot to increase our, our brand exposure and, and getting the message out there about what, is that, what Zetify is doing. Watch out for Dan Winson, hey? Thanks, Emily. got here, Dan, because as you say, having something that's robust enough to be on a farm yet is pretty important. Certainly is. Um, yeah, a lot of Zetify's work's been focused on product development. So we've got a team of network engineers, mechanical engineers, electronics engineers, RF engineers, just, yeah, all people who are experts in their field. And they, what they work on is, is prototyping devices. And we basically work on iterating as quickly as we can to learn the lessons we need to learn to transition to mass manufacturing. So what we're looking at here are some of our um, early prototype devices. And you can see on this one that we've got a 3D printed end cap. Now this, uh, this allows us to very quickly in a, well, six hours, we can, we can have one of these printed. So not scalable at all, um, but it's a great way to sort of figure out, okay, what shape does it need to be? And we went through 30 iterations of that before we were happy. They're out in the field, they're waterproof, they're fit for purpose, they're just not fit for scaling. Um, but then once we knew what we wanted, we transitioned to a uh, injection molded process. Now that project to create this injected molded end cap costs tens of thousands of dollars and it took months to get right. But once it's done, we can now scale from that. We don't need to do this again. We can order these and they cost a dollar each or whatever and, and we're good to go. Um, likewise, across the rest of our, our devices and the rest of our technology, we have to now move from yeah, something that can be built that works but is uh, quite slow to build, to be honest, and, and is necessary to uh, yeah, use a lot of third-party parts that cost a lot of money. Now with the Series A investment in place, we can transition to doing all of this in a scalable fashion so that we can build thousands or tens of thousands and, and get them out there everywhere they're needed. And all of this is happening in Wagga Wagga in southern New South Wales. And I suppose, in a sense, it's a great place to go through that prototyping, the development, and trying to work out exactly what will work 
So then when you scale up, you've got it right. Exactly. Um, it, yeah, you can stay in the lab and build and, and think about how good your, your work is all day long and not actually learn anything. It's What's really important is, is iterating on this and getting it in the hands of customers, getting that feedback about what's working and what's not so that we can make it better. And then once it's good enough, we can get it out there in the field. And even then, we'll continue to iterate. We keep releasing new software patches so that so that the product can improve on, the, yeah, on an ongoing basis. And, and I suppose with all of this, you've had some hit and misses with your prototype. A few, um, Very much so. <laughs> a few trials on farm that didn't go exactly to plan and some prototypes coming back in some pretty rough condition. Exactly. And um, that's all part of it. Like we, we try not to think of it in terms of, of success or failure. It's really about learning those lessons and, and being scientific about it, really understanding what it's going to take to make this work at scale. And the connections that you've made through the Evocag startup program in, in reaching some of those farmers to test it, has that been important? It's been absolutely critical, like getting out there with the right farmers and the, yeah, the, the right stakeholders across the industry, um, because the farmers are our end user, but we need to know what the channel partners who are selling to them need. We need to know what the machinery companies who are building the, 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 the uh, products that benefit from this connectivity need. We need to talk to the other startups and um, yeah, the relationships that we've built at the Evocag conference have allowed us to do that. Would it have been much harder to build those connections and to find out that information without something like the Evocag startup program? Definitely. It takes um, yeah, a lot of time to, to do this one-on-one. And if you can get in a room with a thousand people that are all on that same journey, it, it provides a, a chance to have those conversations and a chance to, to build those relationships and really understand how you can help each other. saying, Dan, that it's really important that you're based in a regional area and able to test proof your products in, a, in an environment. We're here at the Food Agility Charles Sturt University Global Digital Farm. How important is it to have a landscape laboratory like this? Uh, for a startup, being able to test your products in the field and see if they actually work for what they've been designed for is, is absolutely essential. So having a 10-minute drive out to this amazing property and being able to really sort of showcase what we can do while testing it and getting that data so that we know it is working, it is doing what it's meant to do, how do we make it better, it's, it's invaluable. And when we're talking about the importance of connectivity, it's not just about making phone calls. There's the potential for this to really open up opportunities for farmers to tap into digital agriculture and automation and robotics. Yeah, Emily, that's exactly right. There's multiple generations of technologies coming to the forefront right now. So farmers, of course, need to make phone calls. They need to run their business. They need to be able to send emails and use their phone so that they can uh, get on the internet. But increasingly, we are seeing farmers really interested in adopting new ag technology, and that's yeah, being brought to market right now by startups and established players, everything from software that lets you run your business more effectively through to fully autonomous machinery. Now, of course, a lot of these things are dependent on having connectivity and that's yeah, that's what we're providing. And the Evocag startup program, how valuable has it been to be put in touch with some of those people who have this technology and are looking for ways that it can be enabled through better connectivity? Yeah, so the, the, the relationships we've built through the Evoke Ag Conference and through AgriFutures have been critical to our success. We've we've managed to really get out there and network with other startups and with corporates and, and understand what they need from us so that they can launch their own solutions. Basically, Zetify is an enabler, like we're providing that connectivity out in the paddocks so that other people can yeah, use it to deliver real value for those farmers. And when we're talking about connectivity, here we have the Zeti Rover. 
Explain exactly. to me what, how this works and, and what it does in a, a simple way. Yeah, sure. So this is a prototype Zeti Rover. We've got a few hundred of these out in the field now. Um, it sits on top of the ute or on top of a side-by-side, on top of a, a tractor or header, and it um, aggregates or combines the connectivity from both Telstra and Optus and, and provides a bubble of Wi-Fi around that machine or vehicle so that the farmer can have Wi-Fi calling, so they can have mobile broadband out in the paddocks. And uh, where necessary, we can fill in the gaps using long-range Wi-Fi but basically so the farmer can have coverage everywhere they need it, no matter where they are. And that research is happening here at the Global Digital Farm, an initiative between Charles Sturt University and Food Agility, which is using Zetify to look at how to improve that connectivity, that long-range Wi-Fi, using some pretty um, high-tech means. Absolutely. So, yeah, we're very fortunate to be the connectivity partner for the Global Digital Farm, and we're providing a Wi-Fi network across this property. At the same time, we're using that Wi-Fi network and using the researchers here to test and, and improve our own products. Uh, so we've got yeah, a great team working out of University of Technology, Sydney, building better antennas and better RF technology. And then we build it in Wagga and we test it here on the farm. And so really it's sort of uh, fast tracking your ability to take an idea, to test it and then to deliver it to the market. That's it. It's an end to end uh, product development cycle, starting with the uh, early stage research and then coming through to something here on farm where we demonstrate the value that it provides for a farmer. And this, we saw the insides of it um, earlier has to be pretty tough, robust yes. to, to work. Yeah, it's got to be built farm tough because these things do get knocked around, of course, um, and it has to be very easy to use. So basically, it plugs into a, 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 an auxiliary power, a cigarette lighter plug in a, in a tractor or a car, and that's it. You're then connect, you're connected to the Wi-Fi and you've got coverage where you need it. That was a Vocag contributor, Emily Malone, speaking there with Zetify CEO Dan Winson. You can catch up with Dan and the rest of the Zetify team at Evocag in Adelaide on the 21st and 22nd of February. They will be participating in the Evocag 2023 Startup Alley. For more information on Zetify or other startups featuring in our Startup Alley program at Evocag in Adelaide, you can head to our website, evocag.com, for more details. Thanks for listening today. My name is Steve Honor, and until next time, have a great day.